Yo, 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 what's going on? Hella Black, episode 66. We got a good one for y'all. On this, we kind of dissect and reflect on um, Who Killed Michael Max documentary on Netflix. You know, there's a lot of op behavior going on. Niggas disrespecting my nigga Malcolm, and we're going to tell y'all how and why they got him fucked up. Um, and then we also dive into me having a situation with some Elizabeth Warren canvassers. What are they called? Canvassers? Yeah, canvassers, whatever. Um, coming to my door and trying to manipulate my motherfucking roommate into voting for that imperialist and that Zionist. So get a bar. Hella Black, episode 66. One of the first things that the independent African nations did was to form an organization called the Organization of African Unity. The purpose of our organization of Afro-American Unity, which has the same aim and objective, to fight whoever gets in our way. bring about the complete independence of people of African descent here in the Western Hemisphere and first here in the United States and bring about the freedom of these people by any means necessary. Episode 66, Hello Black, you feel me? We ain't here rocking again. 66 episodes that shit is wild actually bro we got a full ass audio syllabus of straight heat bro yes sir we here happy black history month again rest in peace happy birthday to my nigga huey p newton yes sir nigga, niggas know what the fuck going on real niggas man bro huey was such a beast bro like are I'm you really reading i'm rereading revolutionaries revolutionary suicide bro and i'm like i'm gonna get my shit back i know this nigga ain't read it <laughs> <laughs> oh god nigga was on house arrest like three years ago i let him borrow it <laughs> can't read my shit let's go get my shit back bro that nigga was really about that shit from like a young age too like you know we use these words like organizer and shit and like he probably wasn't even using that in like seventh and eighth grade but that nigga was like organizing niggas on the playground and shit like the nigga started a gang to stop you feel me White violence and shit that was going on at his school, like that it was called the Brotherhood or some shit like that. It was own niggas, bro. It was like, in niggas, not own niggas, bro. Yeah, like that nigga way. was really built and born with that shit. Bro. Yeah, I told you I fucking, as we'll get into, into it later in the episode to watch out the taste of that Malcolm X documentary. I had to watch the Black Panther shit just so I could be reminded, bro. <laughs> and that's when I, you feel me? I was watching the Malcolm X documentary and shit. And I got so mad that I just like looked at my fucking bookcase, nigga, and I grabbed Revolutionary Suicide and started reading that shit. Like, that's how hot I was during reading this shit, bro. I was like, fuck, I gotta watch like, this got, book. They got up, radicals nigga. fucked up. I gotta watch something to watch this shit out. <laughs> Man, that shit. Yeah, so we're gonna talk about this Malcolm X documentary, give our point of view and shit. And I feel like our job as like radicals and shit is like, I, I almost didn't want to finish the documentary just because I saw what the shit was on. Yeah. But now it's like, damn, it's like we actually have to kind of watch this shit as our job, you feel me? To like, damn, we got to course correct, you feel me? And call out all the yeah. contradictions. Otherwise, people can be like praising the documentary. Like, wow, this is such a, a great film. Now we finally know who killed Malcolm X. And it's like, bro, what? Yeah. You feel me? So. I, I also, like I said, anytime I get to like any of like the radical black folks, um, that came before us. Anytime I get to see anything about them or listen to anything about them, read anything about them, I'm gonna I'm do it out of respect yeah. and also to the point that you made to make sure niggas not on some revisionist, one-sided-ass yeah. history storytelling. 
So, you know, I, I peeped it. I mean, like, what do we already know what to expect from, like, mainstream media. So it's like, you know, niggas can't be too surprised. Right. And niggas is still out of pocket. For sure. Well, yeah, before we dive into that, um, I think we want to update. I, I don't know if we talked about it on previous episodes, but we just went to New York to shoot the content for the new show that we we're a part of, um, Discourse, which is being produced by Kink Media. We should put up their socials real quick. Yeah. Their socials. I think it's at Kink Media Group, and then it's on Patreon as well. So it's a Patreon-exclusive type show, at least for now. Mm-hmm. Um, it's patreon.com slash Raquel Savage, I believe. So tap in with that. Um, whenever that comes out, you know, we'll talk about it more on, on Hell of Black. But that's a new show that we were a part of. We shot five different episodes in like two days niggas is coming with the heat but it's a it's a real dope group of black men you feel me black trans men black queer men you feel me cishet niggas too and it was a good conversation just yeah a lot of different topics solidarity you feel me politics in the community like how you know we can use our privilege for good and shit you feel me um, so it's a it's gonna be a dope show. It's gonna be on video and shit, shit too. My bad. <laughs> that was, but yeah, it's uh at Kink Media Group on Twitter and Instagram. But y'all should definitely tap into that. I think it's gonna be a lot of. I know it's gonna be a lot of amazing content on there. And if, if you are, if you respect the the work that Blake and I do, it's a chance for you to hear the voices of a lot of folks that we've had the, the opportunity to learn from. Um, so yeah, if you follow the podcast, an early follower of our podcast, and. You know, we're working with folks like Raquel Savage on there, like George, uh, George George M. Johnson, some folks that have already been featured on Hella Black. And it's just really a, an opportunity to see us, like, grow, see everyone grow and build community in real time. And there's just going to be a lot of dope content on there and shit that y'all can learn from. So y'all yeah. make sure y'all follow that and tap in. I feel like there's going to be a lot of dope things that come from it also, like, just from community building tip, too. So. Yeah. Y'all tap in with that shit, patreon.com slash Raquel Savage. But you feel me? If you listen to this shit right now, you didn't tap in with our Patreon. So thank you to all the patrons. You feel me? All the new patrons tapping in and fucking with us. You feel me? Appreciate y'all. So make sure you tap in for an extended episode at patreon.com slash hellblackpod. Like on SoundCloud, Apple Podcasts, Spotify. You feel me? Wherever there's a podcast, we most likely there. You feel me? So tap in. Apple Podcasts, give us a five-star review. Make sure you follow us on Spotify. Subscribe on Apple Podcasts. That way... As soon as we drop an episode, you feel me? You finna get a notification. So tap in with that shit. Follow us on social media too, man. If you want to stay updated with us at Hell Black Pie, you feel me? Tweet about this shit, you feel me? Retweet it, you feel me? We gonna we gonna retweet whatever you tweet at us and shit. As long as it's not saying, "Oh fuck you, niggas, man, y'all niggas is trash, man." We ain't gonna retweet that shit, niggas is trash. But you know what I'm saying? If you want that hating shit, you know, take that shit somewhere else. So we got a good episode in store, man. But first. Feel me? We got to start with that black joy. This nigga had black love in the nose first. He was on this Valentine's Day shit, huh? (laughs) Black joy, black love. It's all a love of self (laughs) and the black experience. (laughs) What was your black joy moment, bro? Um, What did I do recently? I think being in New York shooting discourse was super dope. Um, I enjoyed that. Being around a bunch of beautiful black people and, and rainy. Um, (laughs) <laughs> that was that was super dope. Um, you know, I I got family in Jersey, so that was probably what brought me the most joy um over the last few weeks. Like I've been in New York a couple of times over the last year or so and I haven't always got to see my family that stays in Jersey. So I made it a point on my last night on our last night out there to go pull up on them. So yeah, I think over the last week I've just been able to 
build community with new folks and also continue to build community with you know my own family so yeah and we did pbl yesterday it's always i know the circumstances fucking suck but anytime we can build and spend time with you know our community in general oakland both our friends and the houseless community um that tends to fill me up with some joy so yeah yeah for me definitely being out in new york and meeting people, you feel me, that we've followed online for hell long and then being able to like actually connect and build and niggas being real and shit, you feel me? So I think that shit was dope too. And then just shit, it was like a busy ass week for us. <laughs> so I think it's just Saturday I was able to kind of just chill and just relax, read, move slow, hit the gym, kind of reset, ride my motorcycle and shit. Like, so that brought me some joy just to be able to kind of sit back and relax and kind of decompress and reflect on the past week and the shit we doing. So yeah. I also enjoy Carmine's, which is an Italian restaurant. You you plugging Italian restaurant? I mean, shit is just fine. I'm, I'm, I'm gonna say I'm I'm, I'm like ninety nine percent sure some racist shit going on in there. Yeah, nigga, like when we walked to whatever fuck his name, whatever his role is, was being hella rude to us. But like, them niggas got some fire food. So you know, if y'all niggas ever in Times Square, so we watch to pull up on Carmine's. That shit is delicious, nigga. They be, Family style portions. I Nigga, like, we eating some shrimp scampi and I shit. I love man. good food, so I'm gonna share my good food recommendations with people. And on the on the other side of that, I would say do ne- never go to Julon's ever Jules, in your life. And I think in Manhattan, never go there. They should be closed down immediately. That was the worst food I've ever had. Decent Chinese food. Panda Express was better than that easily, shit. Easily. I want my fucking money back. Yeah. So I don't know why you. I don't know why you brought that shit up. I'm, I'm hurting. Oh, all over again. Yeah, <laughs> that shit is nasty. If you work at Julian's and you hear this, like it is what it is. Y'all know y'all should be doing better. So yeah. Take this however you want. And hit us up and Venmo us. Give us my fucking money back. Yeah. You actually did you make a Yelp review for that? Is that my the first, first time you ever did a Yelp review? The whitest shit I've ever done in my life. Um, <laughs> Cause you know I know everybody out here just trying to survive capitalism, but what you're not gonna do is just get over and exploit people. That's what we can't have. Like, nah. And y'all are getting over on folks with them high-ass prices and that tasteless-ass food. I've never been robbed in my life, but I felt like I was robbed that day, I, like, bro. That was one of the first times in my life I didn't want to pay for something. Like, I've... Niggas I, was ready to do the dash. I couldn't even... I couldn't even... I couldn't even, like, rationalize why I would pay for it. You know, like, usually, like, you think about running out on a tab, it's like, oh, I don't want to... Pay or I don't have the money or something. You know, like that. or yeah. like you know, you like, all right, it's not worth going to jail. Like, I'm like, damn, I'd rather keep my money in my pocket and pay bail than <laughs> say that I actually paid to consume this food. whatever this was because it wasn't food. So shout out Carmines and a big fuck you to Julans. Yeah, you'll never see me again. We didn't even get no chopped cheese when we was out there, bro. That shit. Yeah, we were staying with people and I wasn't trying to be out of pocket. So you know, like <laughs> niggas are if as you as you probably heard us. You know, say on this podcast a few times, we are both severely lactose intolerant, <laughs> but we like to dabble in the cheese. I actually had pizza yesterday. That shit was delicious. <laughs> I actually had pizza yesterday. That shit was delicious. <laughs> and now I'm paying for it. My stomach hurts so bad, bro. bro. I had heartburn and shit. <laughs> I woke up in the middle of the night with heartburn and shit, bro. Indigestion, upset. If you stomach. have lactose, if you, if you suffer from lactose intolerance, you know niggas' pains, and you also know the rational the rationality behind like just consuming. Cheese, regardless. I will say I haven't had a quesadilla in like a year, and those are my guilty pleasures. I like from El Patio, bro. The yeah. fucking Mondo quesadilla, them shits like 
Huge nigga. Looks like a little baby pizza. That <laughs> <laughs> shit's so good. Yeah. Anyway. Yeah. This isn't a food review network anymore, but you know, it's hell, but it's our life, you feel me? Niggas <laughs> is fake eaters, you know. You know, little foodies. Food network, tap in. <laughs> now to dive into this fuck shit. Yeah. There will be spoilers, so if you have if you have not seen Who Killed Malcolm X, a documentary that is on Netflix and you plan on seeing it and you want your own fresh take. And you don't want to hear our opinion on it, you should probably turn this shit off right now because there will be a ton of spoilers. Which is like whatever, because if, you know, you know yeah. if you know Malcolm's life, if you don't, if you know Malcolm's life, yeah, it's not really spoilers. It's not too much. Yeah, it's, yeah. it is, I guess, but it isn't at the It'll same time. It'll spoil your stomach. Yeah. I'll say that. <laughs> <laughs> disrespectful ass shit. Bro, that shit is so disrespectful, bro. So essentially, yeah. the the documentary is supposed to dive into as if we don't already know. Who, who killed, killed Malcolm, X. Malcolm X? And that's right. the point. It's like six episodes over the course of like six hours and thirty minutes or whatever. They start from, I guess, like Malcolm's early life, somewhat, somewhat of his early yeah. life. They leave a lot of shit out. Somewhat of his early life, and then you know his death, and then they work back. Like I don't know, work backwards back to his death. I don't really know how to describe the timeline. It starts early. Then it leads up to what happened at his death, and then like kind of like dive into dive the death. into yeah. like deeper project or deeper stories within it and whatnot. Uh, but even just the initial framing, you know, of who, who killed, killed Malcolm, Malcolm X. X. It's like nigga, we know about COINTELPRO, nigga. We know about the state, nigga. We know about the white power structure in this white supremacist, imperialist, patriarchal nation. You feel me? So the question, who killed Malcolm X, is already just like you talking about academics and shit that are involved with this shit. You feel me? Like nigga, that's just a intellectually immature ass question yeah. and it's just false and it's like why would you ask that question or you can and ask that it question? and just start with we know who like <laughs> <laughs> this is who killed him and then we can dive in and talk the about government killed bro. Malcolm X we could just like yeah. we could just could have just started with that um yeah I don't know man like I, I think I started watching it before you and I was telling you like you should watch the shit for you know the reasons that we touched on earlier in the episode um and it, it was I don't know. It, it gave me a lot of like anger and anxiety as I was watching this. As someone who's also read the autobiography of Malcolm X, right, and just like has also just dove into Malcolm's entire being as yeah. a, like as a way of like shaping my own politics. Yeah, because it's like Malcolm, especially for a lot of like black men, I would say Malcolm is like the foundation in some ways. Yeah. Like that's a lot of ways, you know, because he had that militant politic. You feel me? He had that, you know, like nigga, fuck them crackers, nigga. Like we gonna strike back. Shit, not just black men for radicals in general, yeah. nigga. Like yeah, yeah, definitely. <laughs> like, that nigga. Yeah, so like I think all of us have like a certain connection and adoration for him. You know what I'm saying? So like, yeah. stepping as us being. Two niggas that like yeah adore him or whatever to like step in and see to start watching. I think from the like I think you was like probably one episode in you was like what the fuck is this shit? Yeah, <laughs> I saw like, Cory Booker in the fucking yeah. beginning. I said what the hell is this from shit? From the early from the early from so, early on you're able to tell like yeah. this is gonna be some bullshit. Yeah, I started watching it on the plane. I was like oh hell no, this is what's going on. Um, but it, just looking back at that question too, I think that's that really tells you. Like what? What is the intentions behind this movie or behind this Netflix documentary? You feel me? Like, what is that intention? Especially coming out right now in February. You feel me? Black History Month, where you know we're in the midst of an election, right? And like, why is that question being posed? You feel me? It's 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 almost a distraction from the real shit that is actually going on. Especially if you think about like how COINTELPRO has shifted. You feel me? You got niggas in Ferguson locked up, nigga. You still got Panthers who is still locked up. You feel me? You got you know. 
niggas in Ferguson being killed mm-hmm. and shit like that. So this question is always it's and then it's kind of framed as like, okay, this is you know the quote unquote black on black violence, black on black crime, right? Which we always see shifted as like, yeah. oh, okay, damn, those black people hurting black people, right? Mm-hmm. Right? It might have been a, a black person who pulled the trigger, but like, are we just going to be like, all right? Accept that as that, and yeah. I understand, nigga. The FBI's involvement, nigga. Yeah. The CIA's involvement with it, like what? You and know, even the ways in which like the the FBI and CIA were predatory into getting black informants. You know what I'm saying? Like they t- the one nigga who, um, who who was it was I don't think it was his security guard. Yeah, his security guard, his head of security the day he died was the FBI. Yeah, but wasn't there another nigga who like, um. Who got like pulled over? Nah, this I'm now I'm thinking of the Black Panther documentary with that nigga Fred Hampton. When it was like a nigga who got pulled over and that's how he was able to shake him down. Like you could either go to jail, he was a stolen. So yeah, this is yeah. a whole different thing. But yeah, Malcolm's um head of security, nigga, was an informant. And that was the nigga who was, you know, giving him CPR. So niggas might have right? been black, but them niggas were planted by government agencies, my nigga. So it's like, nigga, no matter how you cut it, it all goes back to the government. Right. No matter how you shake it. It was it was also wild to see the government, like nigga, the government would go on camera and say what they did to be involved in this shit, and the niggas would just take it back to to the nation. I'm like, nigga, what the fuck? Like, like why are we even talking about these niggas? Bro. If the real if the real goal is to show who killed Malcolm X, why are we harping so much on the nation, nation of Islam. when yeah. the fucking former commissioner of the that. NYPD is telling you like, oh yeah, we followed him, we bugged his yeah. house, we da 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 da. We did all this shit. Yeah, it was unconstitutional and shit, but you know it's. It is what it is. He yeah, was a threat Hoover to our was nation. focused on these niggas. Like, yeah. And what was wild, too, is just seeing how, like, even, you know, the NYPD, and then the NYPD had its own, like, secret uh, force. I forget what they called it. Like, the Red something, the Red Squad or some shit like that, yeah. I believe. Mm-hmm. And they was doing a lot of surveillance, and they was trained by the FBI. And then you also had the FBI informants, you feel me, working on Malcolm's case, right? So it's like... You had all these different agencies, and it's like the NYPD said they did, like they had no idea about the FBI type shit mm-hmm. until like after the fact. You feel me? So it's like then the CIA wasn't even really brought up at all. You know, the CIA was for show on his shit too, especially if you think about you know the international travels and yeah. in, that Malcolm had, right? Yeah. You feel me? And like making different connections, like that nigga was like treated once as like became, a, once the shit became bigger than just like. You know, America it, and Black America and connecting US, those struggles. Yeah, and it, nigga, we started like reaching for global solidarity. Mm-hmm. Of course, you nigga, this shit CIA for sure. Yeah, and it's like the documentary. You know, they interviewed the police and shit. They interviewed the FBI, right? But they didn't dive into the involvement of them. It's like, all right, yeah, and like what you was just saying. It's like, oh yeah, NYPD. Oh yeah, FBI. Oh yeah, like you even had the NYPD saying like, yeah, J. Edgar Hoover was a bad, terrible person. But them niggas was doing the same shit. So you're not gonna account for that. You're not gonna dive deeper into the FBI and its surveillance program. Like COINTELPRO was barely even mentioned. You feel me? And like you could easily connect the dots between COINTELPRO and how the Panthers were. You feel me? Obliterated, essentially. They, they definitely minimized you know? things when it came to government like, agency involvement. They nigga, minimized it for sure. And then it's like Martin Luther King, nigga. The FBI was found guilty in killing Martin Luther King. Which, what you think they was doing with Malcolm? And Malcolm was on some, you A feel me? preaching violence. Like, nigga, we gonna answer, you feel me? Like, <laughs> we gonna answer violence with violence, And going bro. abroad and preaching violence. Like, not just that's not just a politic when he, yeah. when he in the United States. Nigga yeah. was going abroad. And saying, nigga, and... And it's like, I wouldn't even consider that to be violence, bro, because it's like, violent, the true violence is the way this white supremacist imperial nation is killing black and brown people globally, you feel me? Like, sure. standing up to that violence, nigga, that's, 
like recognizing your humanity and that's something that like Malcolm taught me bro it's like nigga this isn't a civil rights we is fighting for we're actually fighting for our very basic human rights nigga our right to fucking breathe nigga our right to fucking live you feel me yeah. and I feel like that that's where I, I feel like I got a lot of my like radical like self defense self-defense politics was from malcolm was from huey you feel me like nah this is actually our our right as a human to defend ourselves by any means necessary and it's also rooted in love love exactly i love myself nigga i love my people you feel me it's like to the point where i'm ready to defend my life yeah you know what i'm saying even though i know it might bring us death or bring me death. At least I went out I mean, fighting. The death is on Kermit Gross, as you can see. Like, <laughs> yeah. we talking about during that time, our motherfuckers is the police just pulling niggas over and beating the shit, living shit out of them. Yeah. Shooting motherfuckers. Yeah. And I think Malcolm's life, bruh, is like, that nigga lives such a complex life. You feel me? And, they, like, they really just overshadowed so much of his life. It's like, oh, the Nation of Islam. Or they painted it in a way where it's like, okay, you know, Malcolm spoke out. And he said, uh, you know, what do you say? The chicken's going to come home to roost. You feel me? That's what happened with JFK when he got shot. You feel me? Like, that nigga was calling a spade a spade, nigga. Like, you feel me? You were part of, part of this white supremacist government, even though you're so-called the quote-unquote gooder, you know, or the better, the better evil, you feel me? And then Elijah Muhammad takes him, you know, basically says, all right, bro, you cannot talk no more. And they painted that as, like, Okay, Malcolm has no following no more. You feel me? They're like they made him seem like, oh, he was just but like. But then this. when you when they would show like the clips from the speeches, like he was still the rooms were still packed, and nigga. they would talk about oh it was it was a split between who who to go with. But like nigga, y'all not showing the split. Y'all making it. And then they when they interviewed niggas in the nation who clearly didn't fuck with Malcolm. That's what made me so mad, bro. Like letting the op, that's like letting your ops come speak at your funeral. And the focused on it, like how many like, like, like your main op come give your eulogy, my nigga. He ain't got nothing nice to say about your ass, nigga. Bruh. And you, these are and these are folks who like, you know, who 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 followed Elijah Muhammad blindly, my nigga. Like, you gonna think they gonna have something, a critique of him? You no, they gonna have a critique for the man who, who spoke out against. Come on, you know. So it's like, just the way they painted, you know, Malcolm as like niggas so has, helpless and niggas shit. Niggas had like, six episodes to not reduce this nigga to something. Like, you talk about not not reducing and not minimizing shit, yeah. right? Like my nigga. It wasn't like this was a one hour long documentary. This shit was Facts. six episodes. It took these niggas six episodes to reduce my nigga, to make him seem like he's something he wasn't, and to also not paint and not fucking basically call out government agencies as the mm-hmm. ones who had this nigga assassinated. Yeah. And they didn't recognize like how Malcolm's politics grew. You feel me? It's like Malcolm was introduced, you feel me, to the Nation of Islam when he was, you feel me? He was behind bars, you feel me? He helped grow the nation to what it was because of his speaking ability you feel me like and his, his natural he's one of the niggas that like we you know we talked about yesterday how the panthers would go for niggas who was being jacked by the police who was being beat by the police who was poor who was struggling like that's who they would go to recruit right nigga that's how the nation was able to get militant niggas niggas who've been who have been incarcerated and fallen victim to nigga this police state yeah come on so it's like malcolm built that shit up you feel me and then niggas want to act like as soon as you feel me Elijah Muhammad says, all right, you know, he's expelled from the nation and all that, like that he had no power no more or that his politics wasn't growing. You feel me? Because it's like nigga learned about the nation and that was like his introduction, you feel me, into politics and niggas acted like he couldn't grow. grow and his politics was growing, you feel me? And they made it seem like, oh, he was speaking out about Elijah Muhammad as his last chance. You feel me? Like, oh, I need to stay relevant. Like he made it, they made it act like he was on some like fame chasing or some shit or just trying to stay relevant like nigga malcolm was fucking relevant it's like ahistorical as fuck to say he was not irrelevant you feel me to do that because nigga a lot of people left the nation to follow malcolm nigga and he also realized i feel like malcolm realized like nigga it it just can't just come from 
a straight black Muslim approach. And that's what the nation is saying. You feel me? It's like, oh, become a black Muslim. You feel me? And, to and join the nation. Yeah. You feel me? And that is going to lead our, our black people to freedom. And it's like, Malcolm's like, nah, nigga, like, <laughs> you like what you was just saying. He it's took that trip to Mecca, nigga. It's motherfuckers abroad that's going through the same struggles we going through. You feel and me? And now I realize, like, damn, black Muslims aren't the only Muslims. Right. Or seeing, you know, shit in Palestine and shit and, you know, having to under, understand what's going on and, you know, in third world countries from, you know, the U.S. empire and shit. So it's like that nigga's politics was growing, you feel me, into something that was beautiful, right? Starting an organization should. of Afro-American unity, you feel me, like amongst different identities, you feel me? Because it's like you can't be in the nation, nigga, if you ain't a black Muslim, you feel me? And there's a lot of patriarchy and shit within the nation of Islam and shit, you feel me? So it's like that nigga was building something that was very powerful and he started to align himself, you feel me, with king you feel me like or not you know not the non-violent shit but it's like nigga was actually like hey i'm apologizing for the way i spoke earlier you feel me like we can actually build to, bro you should not leave this setup you should not uh, most of us enter you know our black liberation politic with a very finite understanding of the different black identities and where they intersect right like a lot of us enter this shit especially yeah. men with like Especially like the nation of Islam and shit. Like you, you see the militancy. Like that, that's what initially drew me to it when I was in my very beginning stages of politics. I'm like, okay, I fuck with like the discipline because nigga, like nigga was playing sports. Like I fuck with the discipline aspect. I fuck with the militant aspect because fuck, man, I hate these. You feel me? I hate the way this shit is treating us. All right, I fuck with the militancy and the security. But then you start to realize, like, oh damn, like, all right, how do they care about you? Feel me? Like black queer people. You feel me? Or like, what is, you know, Farrakhan saying about that, right? And like, if you was, like, a nigga in the streets, like so many other people were, you start to believe that your lack of discipline, your lack of organization was all the things that, you know, played a role into. You want to be the complete opposite of what you were. Yeah, so it's like, put this suit on, get a clean haircut, be clean-shaven, you feel me, and your life is different. All the time you run around, you run around reiterating the same fucking harmful and violent politics that these white folks is preaching. Same <laughs> shit, bro. Like, I, I yeah, it's... It's wild, bro. The shit just, the whole documentary had me so frustrated. I'm telling you, the biggest part was allowing people who clearly had a disdain and a hate for Malcolm to be a part of his story. Right. Because Malcolm's life is so fucking, like, it's, it's a it's a tragic, but it's also a beautiful story. You know what I'm saying? Like, of, like, how a nigga can grow. You know what I'm saying? Like, from, Literally, you know, from prison to being in a nation to realizing, like, oh, shit, even this shit isn't true liberation. It isn't true freedom. There's some there's problematic shit in there. Patriarchy shit going in here, homophobia, tra- like there's all these there's all these things that all right, this is not really gonna lead to liberation that I've been taught. It's not really this isn't black liberation, my nigga. You feel what I'm saying? This isn't liberation. this isn't global liberation. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? It's like that's how it should be. Like in you should be you should always be growing. Always yeah. be learning, developing a, a more radical politic. And that's what I think Malcolm had was that radical politic that Elijah Muhammad was on that more conservative shit. He's like, nigga, I'm trying to like they on that they like the nation is a perfect example of that black capitalist. You feel me? Niggas like owned every every. Hey man, we got to own our shit. If black people just gave ten cents a day to the nation of Islam. We could buy land. Like that's literally a program that they have. Like nigga, like give your money so we can just buy land and be free type shit. And not understanding like nigga, 
the U.S. empire still exists will never be free under this it was U.S. Still empire. Poor black people were you all in mosques, and it's like poor black folks were all that shit was. Nigga, and it's like Elijah Muhammad and shit, nigga, nigga living in a fucking mansion, and his close families all living, making all this, you know, money off of poor black people who was in the nation selling newspapers and shit like that. You feel me? So it's like Facts. Malcolm was on this shit, like nah, bro. You feel me? Like this shit is not, <laughs> you know, radical, bro. And Malcolm was on the like, nigga, I'm not gonna keep my mouth shut. I'm not gonna. You feel me? Why would I keep my mouth shut about JFK? You feel me? Like, why? Like, are we not supposed to call it what it is? Like, okay, that nigga died. That nigga was killed. He was still a part of, you feel me? <laughs> this white supremacist nation, like, bro. You can't be aligning yourself with the white supremacist, when with the white supremacist nation when when, it, when you see fit. Like, that's not what black liberation is about. That's not what black radicalism is about. It's not what black militancy is about, my nigga. It's about, reject, it's about having nigga the strength to reject this shit at all times. Like, like imagine yeah. being told, like, if you came to me when fucking... Obama died or something was like, hey, bro, like you can't say that. I'm like, nigga, what? Bro, you can't, bro, you, you <laughs> like, can't, nigga? you can't call this nigga Obama, man. Like what? He like was nigga? the first black president, man. You can't call him Obama. <laughs> this shit is literally about calling a spade a spade, bro. Like, it's it's really not that hard, and like, all these things have definitions. You once you start to stray away from the definition, you can no longer align yourself with something. You can't call yourself a black radical, and you're afraid to speak out against white 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 supremacist terrorists like the presidents. Like, nigga, you like what? Come on, my nigga. No, it don't work that way. Niggas got to fully embody this shit. And I think yeah. Malcolm, like, not what we think from what we know about Malcolm's story. Like, niggas was starting to, nigga, see things for what it was. And call it out for what it was. Like, Malcolm was for truth, nigga. Malcolm was for, you know, revolution, bro. And, like, you think about him, too, you know, even speaking out against Elijah Muhammad, bro. He knew, that nigga knew what was probably going to come with it. Oh, you know what I'm saying? Like, he knew how the nation operated, bro. That nigga was in the top of the nation, bro. He knows how the, the fruit of Islam he operated, He was around bro. when that shit was... Like, he, you feel he me? He didn't probably gave some orders to niggas that was out of pocket. Yeah. <laughs> like, like, <laughs> like, come on. Niggas knew, what, knew, niggas knew what came with it. Niggas yeah. like... And that's the thing. You like, even... Like, why would he play with his life like that? For what? You if you if When you watch the documentary, they talk about how niggas wasn't even, wasn't even trying to give him a life insurance policy. Because they knew. He, niggas couldn't even buy a life insurance policy. Niggas talking about he bombed his own crib for what? I don't even have an insurance on that motherfucker. Why, like what, what is wrong with you? I'm gonna the furniture that I do have. I'm going. What does he have? He had he had the world to gain from living a lie. He had everything to lose from telling the truth. Come on, my nigga. Like, like look at things for what they are, my nigga. Like, how do you see the? How do you see what's right in front of you? And allow niggas to tell you false stories. Come on, like that shit. Was so disrespectful, and then you got niggas that consistently line themselves with the feds, nigga, niggas who was informants coming to speak, niggas who like, well, I don't know the one nigga who was like, oh, I ain't had nothing to do with Malcolm's death, but I would, I, I could if I wanted to, like, bro, what? You on. you saying that shit after what? All these decades, you saying some foul ass shit like that, and as a, a producer and a director of the film, you are allowing that within your film. Like, oh, yeah, I could have killed him if I wanted to. Like, that is just the, it's ugly, bro. And it's just the, the blatant fucking disrespect and disregard. Like, because this documentary could have been very powerful. You feel me? It could have, if it, it was a if, lot more informative. If it was done by the right people, you, you feel me? Like, you could have talked about, you know, Malcolm's, you feel me, growth, nigga. Like, his issues with the nation. Why he had issues with the nation. You feel me? Could have like, been as powerful as his book. So, it's, yeah, that shit had me hot. Especially like, bro, you think about like nigga was speaking out about, you know, sexual violence, nigga, from Elijah Muhammad. 
like and this isn't this isn't a secret like for one we know that Elijah Muhammad was sleeping with underage women trigger warning by the way sorry but we should have done that earlier but like he was sleeping with underage women and he was having hella kids out of wedlock he was assaulting (laughs) that's period like yeah like but this is the nigga who they still refer to as the divine it's like bro like come on dog like I'm like I, I don't I don't know how I could take my orders from someone that's not even living up to their own to the to the words that they preaching. Like and that's and that's that's dangerous tonight. We talk about accountability and movements. If if the spokesperson or the leader of the movement can't be held accountable, my nigga, that's dangerous as fuck. That that's that's we we can't have that. That's 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 dangerous, brother. And that's how people yield and manipulate their power. Mm-hmm. And you know, and that's how you know Malcolm was for truth, bro, cuz he knew when you know, like what we were just saying before, if you speaking out against, and we got to think about the nation at the time, it isn't the same nation that we, we see today, bro. The nation was a lot bigger, a lot stronger, you feel me? Like a lot more, you know, structure and, 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 and power. My nigga, bro, like, they had oh a lot of influence, God. nigga. Like, like you see the photos. Them, like, I'm trying to be, like, I'm, I'm rocking. Like niggas was just, mosques was just popping up across the U.S. <laughs> like them niggas was powerful. Yeah. Which is again, why would somebody play like that? Knowing the exact powers, you feel me? Knowing the ramifications. Right. Nigga death. There is no there is no way around it. Right. And that's not saying we're blaming the nation for the whole thing, right? Because we know, right, how the FBI and COINTELPRO, you feel me, was trying to also manipulate, you know, issues within, you know, Malcolm and the nation. Right. And white supremacy is always at the root of all this shit. Like the reason why black liberation movements have to exist is because of, of white supremacy, you know what I'm saying? But it's like, them niggas got to be held accountable as well. Facts. And them niggas... Even, they, they, them niggas played a role, nigga. And them like, niggas wasn't even running from it. Them niggas was like, we didn't we didn't fuck with Malcolm. And then yeah. to... And you have motherfuckers talking about... You still have... He lost his mind. Like, come How on. did he lose it? Because he grew outside of this, like, nutshell of a, just, like, a race-first black capitalist type politic. The shit that really had me high was when... I don't know if that was a journalist or not, but he was like, oh, Malcolm was on the couch twice a day. That shit was hella violent. That shit, that shit was violent, damn near ableist. It was a lot of shit that I just did not fuck with when when he said that shit. And it's just like, how could you say something about a nigga that you respect? How could you say some shit like that? Like, yeah, like we're trying to reduce him to a, to nigga losing his mind is the reason why he started speaking out and developing a like nigga. All he was doing was developing a more inclusive and radical politics. And that's they. Yeah, you're right, bro. That shit was dumbass ableist. Like, <laughs> <laughs> like what the fuck, bro? Anything outside of Outside of him preaching the politic that's rooted in the nation of Islam was considered him losing his mind. And you think about that, like they always deem the black radicals, you feel me, black revolutionaries as crazy. You know what I'm saying? Like Asada talked about that in her autobiography. Like you're deemed as crazy. You're deemed as you've lost your mind. You feel me? And, And to see Malcolm painted as he lost his mind rather than he grew Rather than he was calling out, you feel me, sexual violence within the nation of Islam, right? Or that he's changing politics to have a more like pan-African approach to unite the diaspora of black people, right? Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah, it's just, especially just thinking about like, you know, like today, like Huey Newton birthday, you feel me? Like these niggas actually would still be alive today, bro. You know, and that's kind of like, I think sometimes it can be, Seen as like this was the past, bro. But it's like, bro, them niggas was, you know, would be alive today. Yeah, shit wasn't that long ago. And I mean, the fact that they're interviewing, you know, the people, <laughs> right? His 
that was not fucking that was with Malcolm. With, that was with that was in the nation at the same time as him. Right. It's yeah. Again, like I don't know. You can like take what we saying with a grain of salt, and like these niggas is tripping. But like, look at all the elements that played into this documentary. Right. You know, being being created. It's like all right. You interview the CIA, FBI, NYPD, and let them tell you how they didn't, like, let them say verbatim the ways in which they harassed and assaulted and monitored Malcolm, right? And then you let niggas in the nation tell you their reasons for their disdain for Malcolm. And it's like, how could you respect anything mm-hmm. they say? Like, this is a hate-fueled documentary. Like, I don't... I don't the, it's vindictive. You know, like, the, 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 the dude who created it, um, he seems to be someone that like really admires from like, I don't know. It was like, but I'm gonna judge things for what they are, not for what they say. Right. Cause like he says these things, but then you create a, a whole documentary that's a, essentially in a way that like fucking demonizes Malcolm. I just, I don't get it. And again, how would you feel if the folks who, who hated you most got to tell their story of you? Like, that's what this comes down to y'all. Like, how would y'all feel if, if folks, if not just folks who hated you most, like, People that align themselves with this people that wanted supremacy. you dead, <laughs> like and literally people that have worked day and night when it comes to the feds and informants to uphold this white supremacist capitalist patriarchy that is the United States. How would you feel as a black radical if them was the niggas? That's like letting Jay. That's like digging Jay Edgar Hoover up and being like, "So tell us how you feel about the Black Panthers." <laughs> <laughs> We're gonna get this nigga six hours to to tell six his story to tell his story about the Black Panthers. We gonna get. We gonna let all these snitches, cause that's what these niggas are, rats, ops. Niggas nigga. are rats, informants, <laughs> niggas. We gonna let all these snitches tell their story. The fuck, nigga? How would y'all feel? Niggas are just, bruh. Literally, they went and like they they literally went and and interviewed FB uh, government agents and snitches and to, gave them niggas a platform <laughs> to tell a story of Malcolm X, a black radical. You got the government. Informants tell the story of a black radical Nigga what And I think we gotta ask the question Right which we know is like why Why is this happening right now What about the one nigga who was like They're all the same pants on the same pocket You remember that when they was talking about Informants and like did Elijah Muhammad Know that he had informants in the Yeah It's like well nobody really cared because we all the same We all pants on the same pocket Like Damn bro you Bro you damn near gotta watch it just to see how foul this shit is. Yeah, and it like, makes you're you talking really... about Elijah Muhammad being conscious of the fact that he has informants in the in the in the in the nation and not giving a fuck because they all same pants, they all pants on the same, they all pockets on the same pants or some shit like that. So it makes you think about Elijah Muhammad and who he was working for, <laughs> nigga. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So you know you have this shit within your organization, and it's like. Go watch and the if, documentary if you think we just like. And if you think we wild too, like if you look at the early, you know, some of the history of the nation of Islam, nigga, that nation was working with the Klan. At some point, like, all right, like we were working with the KKK to get money, to buy our own land. Like, bro, you you working with the KKK, and now you know that the FBI them. is in your shit, and you like, all right, well. <laughs> because the goal is in liberation, we know that. And if we think about like, the, why is the nation still around today? No other black radical group has been able to withstand COINTELPRO unless you're a part of it. Which and they were all, never really radical either. If you think about pants. it, bro, it's just like. <laughs> it's all pockets on these niggas. <laughs> out of pocket, bro. Man. Right. So I think, it. you know, what I was saying earlier is like it brings up the question of like, why is this shit coming up right now, right? 
Because like we gotta look. They, go, they they for sure don't listen to hella black, but yeah. You know, I don't know. Niggas gonna feel how they feel. It is what it is. If it's up, it's up. <laughs> if it's up, it's up. Niggas but this know. this shit is propaganda, right? Shit is rat propaganda. You niggas is informing. That's what I'm saying. Is is making snitching look niggas cool, bro? Humanizing rats. That shit ain't cool. And not just like, bro. You gotta think about how many fucking black radicals died at the hands of informants, bro. All like, this shit you is like all the niggas games and all you niggas. But you gotta think about how many young black folks died as a result you, of informants, bro. You gotta think about, bro. It's like Will Bobby Hutton, nigga. Was killed what the first Black Panther recruit, nigga. Was killed at 17 years old. You feel me like Asada Nigga you gotta think about like All these people who are still locked up today You feel me Like This is the result of FBI Of informants CIA COINTELPRO Feel me And it's literally glorifying snitching bro It's glorifying like all right, (laughs) This is how you get rewarded bro And you gotta think about like we're in a movement right now nigga Like what message does that send to like A person who might not have You know like a radical politic like okay shit work for the government being it be a you know what i'm saying change from the inside type shit nigga like that's the message it's kind of sending you feel me it's it's pushing away a radical politic and be like get with the program because that radical shit is crazy because that's what they make malcolm see yeah that's what they make all radical scenes that's crazy and that's what that documentary did was like oh he was losing his mind he was on the couch twice a month or twice a day nigga like so what if he was nigga he was going through hell bruh like would you you wouldn't need the couch as many times a day as you? If your house just if, if your nigga, house you just a, got bombed, nigga, niggas don't know what paranoia is like. That's you got that? You know you got here playing, bro. These niggas got, be playing. You bro. talked about the I don't know if that was yesterday or two days ago about like glorifying black radicals and revolutionaries, right? Like it's just and we use the term so fucking loosely now. I'm about to stop calling myself a, re- a revolutionary, bro. Until I'm up in arms on these niggas, I'm not using that word no more, bro. I, was, I, I can call myself radical based on the politics that I preach, but revolutionary niggas be using that you word way to too toe fucking to toe, loosely, bro. bro. Niggas be using that term, <laughs> using that term way too fucking loosely, bro. And it's like, you know, we live in a time where that shit has been co-opted and commodified by these motherfucking black elitists, right? You see Beyonce performing at the, in the Black Panther berets and all that shit. Meanwhile, motherfuckers, like we talked about on discourse, niggas is fucking. Fucking crowdfunding to save Fred Hampton's house. You know what I'm saying? Like, meanwhile, I'm pretty sure it's a bunch of Panthers who's fucking crowdfunding to keep money on their books and shit. You know what I'm saying? Like, that nigga Huey was homeless, houseless. Like, bro, niggas be playing. Niggas be playing with this shit and making it out to be something. Bro, niggas be making it out to be something that is not glorifying this shit. Well, it's, it's, bro, it's not pretty at all. This shit not cute. And this how they gonna do you? They gonna throw dirt on your name and they gonna use your own. They gonna use your own people against you. And like, I'm never gonna. I'm never gonna um, side with no informant because. You know the nigga who, the nigga who was Malcolm's bodyguard who said he was like, "Oh, I had some kids on the way and it was a job." Like nigga, that's disrespectful as fuck. He literally just told you it was about surviving. Like they, it's a bunch of jobs out there. It wasn't even about surviving. It was about this nigga just took the easy way out. Nigga's a rat. I can never. I'm never gonna fuck um, that nigga, bro. Yeah, like bro, I don't give a fuck, fuck well, how many kids you had on the way. Come on, my nigga. Fuck what bills you got, nigga. You still a fucking fat nigga. A rat, rat should get his fucking head cut off. I can't, I can't, co- I can't, I can't co-sign that. I can't respect that. And you know, it's, we never want to, like, I, I, we talked about it earlier on the episode as far as like not downplaying the significance of the white supremacist structures that allow or that, that shit to happen, that create that, you situation. know, that create the situations for you know a nigga talking about oh I got three kids, I had three kids on the way or something, and a wife, and I, and I needed the gig, or it's like nigga, whatever. If that's how you sleeping at night, you know what I'm saying? Like you had other options. It's not. 
you know, but it's important again that we do note the structures and systems that are in place to create the conditions for black folks to infer- to turn on their own people. But nah, nigga, because that shit been happening and it's continuing to happen, and that shit's happening right now. It's feds right now, nigga, walking this, walking this. Come on, you see niggas like Sean King taking pictures with the NYPD. Come on, bro, and that's supposed and to. And that nigga's in the documentary. Corey Booker. The, nigga, know, the, the dude who increased, increased hella police in Newark. Nigga, Fed, don't <laughs> speak on Malcolm. Nigga, you niggas, is, that's why I'm, that shit is disrespectful, bro. That shit is so disrespectful to allow Feds to speak on black radicals. That shit is disrespectful, bro. Like, but that's how they do niggas. That's what I'm saying. Like, it ain't no glory in this shit. Yeah. Even though I was like, well, we gonna get, I'm, I'm sure that, that documentary did hundreds of thousands of views. Like, even this little radical platform, we probably won't get, like, 5,000 streams on this episode at its peak. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, like this is this is what happens. You get a couple of people that really care about what the fuck, how people representing you, but on a, on a mass scale, like, nobody give a fuck. You niggas got to stop glorifying this shit. This shit and ain't I'm, sweet. Imagine if that's your introduction to Malcolm, bro. That's what my thing is. Like, this is going to be a lot of, you. it's going to be a teaching tool for a lot yeah, of motherfuckers. This is going to be in classrooms, nigga. Like... Kids is gonna be learning about Malcolm through this first through this documentary, bro. And what is they gonna see? They're gonna be like, "Oh, yeah, Malcolm." They're they're going to be taught if they don't have other understandings of Malcolm. They're gonna be taught that, "Oh, yeah, that nigga was wild in breath. That nigga was quote unquote crazy." Is how was it? They was making him out to be. You feel me? Like, and then they highlight niggas who was in the nation who wanted him dead. They highlight the New York police. You feel me? They highlight fucking all these rats and snitches. <laughs> Shit ain't cool, bro. To really tarnish it, try attempt to tarnish a nigga's legacy, cause you know, like our platform might be small, but we gonna always speak on this shit. But like they, that was an attempt to tarnish my nigga's legacy and throw dirt on his name. Right. I don't know. His daughter was featured at the end. I, I don't know. And she had like positive, of course, yeah. positive shit up with yeah, shit said by her dad. But I don't know, like if she got to see all that shit before. And then, like that was also a very small part of the documentary. And I even saw who this. liked that nigga. Like who did they interview that like fucked with him in his in his entirety. Shit, yeah, his daughter. Besides his daughter, and that was the last episode yeah. of like three minutes. And ago. I know there was this uh, this white bro on it who who did like a thread on Twitter. He's like, oh yeah, I heard I'm in this Malcolm X documentary. I was interviewed for it, and then he was like calling out all the problems of it. Got to find that thread, but um, you know, it's just like, bro, it's like oh, they literally <laughs> interviewed all his fucking ops, bro. And it's like we call that a documentary, like yeah, nigga, that's clear bias, bro. It's like, bro. This shit sound like it was government funded, bro. And when you think about bias, like not even just the bias as far as like, you know, these are not just the bias like folks that have different, different opinions. Different. It's like no, these are folks that up that want to uphold the white supremacist nation that is yeah. the U.S. Like, it's, so, it's, so the bias is white supremacy. It's yeah, not actual like, it's bias. A white nigga. It's a bias. It's a fucking terrorist type politic. You know, it's not just like oh, it's just like because I think about oh, we had a misunderstanding. It's like nah, these is motherfuckers that. Want a niggas dead, bro. They wanted the movement dead. They wanted radicalism dead. And you think about, like, you know, Malcolm's last, you know, speech in the Audubon. It's like, bro, there was nine informants, quote unquote. Nine. They said they had nine. And that's all that they know of. And none of them, quote unquote, you know, testified. Why didn't they testify? You got to think, ask those questions, right? Like, it wasn't like, oh, we're not taking the stand type shit. No, it was like, we're hiding the truth of what happened. Right, and you think the bodyguard, bro. They didn't even know about the bodyguard, bro. That nigga who was giving him CPR, bro. Who knows if he was even giving him CPR? You feel me? Like that nigga actually could have been the person who really made sure Malcolm was dead. Just like how you feel me, King nigga. He didn't die from the bullet wound, bro. He died at the hospital. 
from like asphyxiation or some shit like that. The nurses killed him. Jeez. <laughs> you know, so it's like nigga, we know who killed Malcolm, bro. This government, and we didn't even we didn't even go into like the case and how the case was. You know, they talk about what his name Thomas Hager, Thomas Hager, the 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 gunman that was actually identified on the scene because they found either the gun or the clip of the gun yeah. in his pocket. And the nigga stopped him. And shit. You feel me? Didn't he get shot too or something? Who was I think the nigga? So. Yeah. yeah. So like, so that's the nigga who actually got caught and got beat up, beat up outside the auditorium, and then they went and got two other. Uh, Random niggas That were in the nation yeah. But they, were, they weren't even in there Like niggas were actually at home You know yeah. what I'm saying So then you You know whatever 12 years later um, Oh no Hager might have t- on, on a st- Like literally like During the trial He yeah. was like These two niggas wasn't with me And then 12 years later He did wrote an affidavit That stated Who that there were like a, not, not even There from, was five total people At the beginning yeah. They knew it was five people Yeah And they caught th- They caught two They caught three one who was was the actual was an actual gunman, and other yeah. two who were niggas who weren't even there. They knew it was five motherfuckers. They called three and closed the case. And that's that. They they they, <laughs> they knew it was five shooters. They called three and closed the case. But the question is, who killed Malcolm X? Nigga, the government did that shit, bro. Bro, nigga, they had this nigga. There was a, a dance at the Autobahn scheduled three hours after Malcolm's death. They had the event anyway on an open crime scene, my nigga. Three hours later, and we twenty about, years later, they found the fucking uh, podium that he was shot at in the basement of the Audubon. Why? Why is that shit in the basement with the bullet holes and chalk lines still on it? Y'all, like, look at this. Like, look at this. Look at for what it is. These are the, these are the people. The same folks that buried the case were the ones who were allowed to speak on speak on his memory. <laughs> the niggas who killed <laughs> the police on, chief, nigga. The niggas who killed you then covered up your murder, and then they get a. <laughs> A feature on your documentary. They get to that shit was a they was bragging. Oh yeah, we did this they shit. They was bragging. Everybody was bragging from the and nation. The niggas, the niggas from the nation chill. To, the, to the police, to the FBI, to the CIA. Everybody was bragging. Like yeah, we marked that nigga. Yeah, we and we got away with yeah, it. We had his phone tapped. I was I was assigned to only listen to Malcolm's phone calls from eight to six p.m. I know he liked to pick up on the second, second ring, tap. so I pick it up at the perfect time so that he didn't hear my click. Come on, bruh. Come on, a nigga. You think a nigga who was going above and beyond to kill you it, during your life not gonna go above and beyond to, to fucking smear your name in your afterlife, my nigga? Come on, come on, y'all. Like we just yeah. This is just a real. It's I'm like even yeah. About this it, I mean, it, it just shows you how even after his death and, and decades after his death, they are still continuing to smear Malcolm's name, right? And the question is why again. Because he has radical politics, nigga. It's trying to deter people from having such radical politics, and that's what it is. This shit was st- this is straight wrong. propaganda, this bro. Is, uh, straight ways, propaganda. Right? This is this is what's wrong with niggas who have radical politics. And this so is what's gonna happen. And this is what's gonna happen to niggas <laughs> with black radical politics if you align, if you identify as such. Nigga, death or, or being ostracized, like that's what's gonna happen. And then you have niggas being like, "Oh, we need more black cops. We need black DAs. And it's wild, black right? Black judges, like, nigga. Black president. And this is." Like this is the type of propaganda that is used to kind of fuel that op type behavior or that that op behavior. You feel me? And it's any while how like black radicalism is so in right now. It's the words in terms of, of like theory. Like the yeah. theory of black radicalism is in right now, but the actions behind it are so. Like I even think about how we get revered for shit. And I say all the time, like, damn, the bar really is the floor. Like niggas is not out here. Doing what the motherfuckers before us was doing, and it's like, bro, it's like, <laughs> article is trying to call us like new generation of Black Panthers. I'm like, bro, 
Don't put that shit on us, bro. For a number of reasons. Don't dis don't put don't put that responsibility and don't disrespect the niggas that came before us. Because nigga, we ain't going toe to toe, you feel me? Like we in the field, of course, you feel me, doing work and and we've learned from the Panthers, but nigga, we ain't we ain't out here outside, you feel me? Like nigga Panthers, nigga, we was talking about yesterday, bro. Like niggas was getting in shootouts, nigga, in the headquarters, nigga, just going toe to toe with twelve, bro. (laughs) The bar is the floor, bro, and that's what happens when something is co opted. That's what happens, nigga. That's what happens when it, when the black elites use it to push their own agenda and use it as a as a method of inclusion. Niggas ain't looking at black radicalism as like inclusion is is, is damn near considered radical now. Not rejection or diversity and inclusion, <laughs> othering and belonging. Get get your job in this nonprofit industrial complex, and <laughs> we are gonna be a part of the problem. Like that's that's damn near what this shit is, really. Because it's like is. it's never about dismantling the fucking system. It's like nah, nigga, this is your job, so you're gonna try and keep this nonprofit job, bro. It's not, not about <laughs> fixing this shit, nigga. Like, have you seen that meme? It's like this light skinned girl, and she's like, "This is so humiliating." Have you seen that shit? That's how I feel right now. I'm about to show you this shit. <laughs> I'm about to show you mm. This shit is so funny dog But Damn. I don't know y'all like You know we gotta see shit for what it is Stop playing Stop allowing these motherfuckers to You know co-opt black radicalism Black revolutionaries Stop allowing these motherfuckers to disrespect Black radicals and black revolutionaries And, and if you're gonna like, identify as such You need to hold yourself to a higher yeah. standard This is how I feel watching the Michael Ma- the Malcolm X um, documentary So disrespectful. What time yeah. we at? Because you know, yeah, we, no, we can we can move on. Extend it. Yeah, yeah. But I hope y'all got something from this shit. You feel me? I hope this helps y'all think critically about this shit. And not everything we fed is good, bro. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like this is documentary, nigga. Not everything that is for us is actually for us. So keep that shit in mind. Um, yeah, tap in with our Patreon for an extended episode. Patreon.com slash hellblackpod. Like on SoundCloud. Repost on SoundCloud. Apple Podcasts, tap in with that. Five-star reviews, you feel me? Help us out with that shit, you feel me? Spotify, follow us on Spotify. Rock with us. Yeah, so to get on to this next part of this episode, tap in with our Patreon. Shout out to all the patrons. If you white, pay up, nigga. Patreon.com slash hellblackpod.